This December 16th and 17th, Northwest Valley Baptist Church presents A Walk Through Christmas, a special night of fun and excitement for all ages. Come and see the live nativity scene with animals and narration. Listen to live Christmas music and caroling while enjoying hot chocolate and coffee. Take part in crafts for kids and explore our candy cane forest. Take a complimentary family picture at one of our photo booths. Get your free tickets at walkthroughchristmas.org or go to Eventbrite and search Walk Through Christmas. God isn't just in the macro events of life. Uh, you know, the nations and, 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 and world events and accomplishing his purposes. God is accomplishing all of those purposes, but he's not just about those things. He's also about you and your individual life and what is happening in your heart and your mind and your life and your needs and your family. Celeste Montague. Welcome to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the teaching of senior pastor Dr. Kevin Shaw. Dare to Stand is on the radio to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will listen, to carefully teach the truth of God's Word, and to encourage a healthy lifestyle of worshiping and honoring God. For more details about Dare to Stand or the ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, please visit www.daretostand.org or call the church at 623-581-3115. You can receive a free MP3 copy of today's message or the entire series in MP3 format for a small fee by contacting the church. Well, today we continue our study of the life of Elisha, the prophet, who took the mantle of the role of prophet after Elijah. Today we bring you part one of a message titled, Living by Faith. We are in 2 Kings chapter 4, and we'll hear Dr. Shaw read to us from this chapter as we hear about another miracle that God works through Elisha for a woman who needed to exercise her faith in an unusual way. Here's our teacher, Dr. Kevin Shaw. Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. Let's turn there in Scripture. Second Kings chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. We have a theme going today. Faith, both in the Sunday morning and Sunday evening message. Living by faith. It seems so central, so simple, yet so important for us in the Christian life. We see it in 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. Now therefore cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. Thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me. What hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels above 
abroad above, uh, excuse me, abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels unto her, to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There's not a vessel more. There's not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. It stopped. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray you bless your word here. We ask your blessing upon it and upon our hearts and lives. May we be encouraged by your word as we face difficulties and circumstances in life, sometimes even life's most tragic times. And um, Lord, may we live by faith, properly applying your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we read a passage of Scripture like this, and the question is, as we read a passage of Scripture like this, okay, I understand there's the story in this Old Testament, and you know this story, but how do I take this story and apply the principles of this story to my life? After all, one of the things that we have to ask is, can we legitimately make this application? I mean, is this something that we can legitimately do? Is it... Is this supposed to be for us, or is there some sort of greater thing going on here that we um, that doesn't really apply to New Testament Christians? Well, I think I think there is a principle here about God meeting the needs of His people, and we do know Philippians four nineteen, my God shall supply all your need, right, according to His riches. Let's turn that. In fact, let's just go ahead and turn to that passage of Scripture because I think it it provides a a New Testament scriptural foundation for our old te- understanding of an Old Testament story. Philippians 4:19 says, "But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus." And uh, he says, "God's going to supply our needs. God's going to meet our needs." And so uh, we can hang our faith upon the promises of God, and, and hanging our faith upon the promises of God is so important. So we come back to the context of the story in 2 Kings chapter 4. In 2 Kings chapter 4, we have Elisha, and Elisha has been dealing with kings. He's dealing with these important people in the land. He just was at a, I don't know if they were had it today, they'd probably call it a summit of the three kings you have the king of Edom and the king of Judah and the king of Israel going to battle against the king of Moab. And I mean, this is, there's big stuff going on here. And yet, just as we saw in the life of Elijah, we see now in the life of Elisha, God also dealing with individual people. In fact, people that seem insignificant we had, we had a, for instance, Elijah is dealing with, remember back in the life of Elijah, he's, he's going in before Ahab and, and saying it won't rain, and then there's this, this great conflict on the top of, of uh, Mount Carmel, and you know, these, this great big thing, but, but then there's also Elijah in the widow's home, ministering to a widow, 
there, there are all kinds of lessons in this passage of Scripture, but one of those simply is this. God isn't just about the big stuff. Now, I'm not talking about, for her, this was a big thing. But I'm, t- I'm talking about God isn't just in the macro events of life, uh, you know, the nations and, and, the, and, and world events and accomplishing his purposes. God is accomplishing all of those purposes, but he's not just about those things. He's also about you and your individual life and what is happening in your heart and your mind and your life and your needs and your family. And so Elisha comes back from this particular situation and and it says there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets. Now let's just let's just talk about her for a moment. Let's talk about this woman. She is a widow. Now in ancient Near Eastern times, especially in Old Testament times, there was probably no one more destitute than a widow, especially a widow particularly like this. There seems to be no extended family that would take care of her. Um, she I mean, she's to the point of starvation. Her husband had been one of the prophets. He had been one of the servants of Elisha, probably one of those among the school of the prophets, and he died. You say, but the Bible says, my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So why in the world did her husband die? Well, God supplying our needs doesn't mean that we don't die. We all have, as far as I know, you know, among normal human beings, uh, and until Jesus comes and the rapture happens, mortality, the mortality rate is 100%. So it's not that God keeps everything bad or everything unpleasant or everything that we don't want to happen. It isn't that God keeps all of those things from our lives, but God, God deals with us. God God helps us in the most difficult circumstances of our, of our lives. Now, she, she was needy. And so she's one of the sons, uh, she's the, a widow of one of the sons of the prophets. And she says, my husband is dead. And, this, and she, she, she'd gotten herself into a circumstance. Now, I, don't, I don't know how she got herself into the circumstance, but there, she owes creditors. Now, maybe she owes the creditors because uh, she had to take out you know, she had to borrow to pay the bills or borrow to feed her children or borrow, uh, or maybe it was her husband that borrowed or maybe they had to, whatever the case, they ended, she ended up in these circumstances and there's no particular condemnation given to her based upon these circumstances. Sometimes there is immediate need, there is an immediate need that is above any other consideration. And she was in desperate circumstances. Desperate circumstances can develop anywhere, anytime, in anyone's life. And we'll see what happens to this woman as Elisha tells her what to do. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, and part one of a message today titled, Living by Faith, as we bring you a study of the life of Elisha, who followed Elijah. Visit daretostand.org for more details about Dr. Shaw's church or this radio ministry. Many in our community struggle with addiction. Here's Dr. Shaw to talk about an addiction recovery ministry at his church called Freedom That Lasts. 
Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115 or visit our website at daretostand.org. Go to the homepage and click the Discipleship Connections button. Thanks, Dr. Shaw. If you would like more details about the addiction recovery ministry called Freedom That Lasts, please contact Northwest Valley Baptist Church at 623-581-3115. And now let's get back to our study as Dr. Shaw addresses the cultural environment of the times in which Elisha lived, where slavery was a practice and a way of life. Here's Dr. Shaw with more. You will hear people say, you know, the Bible commends or the Bible does not condemn slavery. The Bible tells how, how people how to live in the cultural environment in which they find themselves. I mean, the Bible, this was the ancient world. You didn't have bankruptcy laws in the ancient world. If you, if you borrowed and you couldn't pay, then your children or you were indentured to pay off the bills. If, if you, you go, back, go into the Middle Ages, or even the, the, not only the Middle Ages, but the, even to the 16, 17, 1800s, uh, if you borrowed and you couldn't pay, you would be thrown into debtor's prison until someone would have mercy enough to pay off your bills. It's interesting how we take the circumstances of the moment and superimpose it into ancient times and pretend that the ancient times are the same thing as what, what is going on now. That is, it, is, it is not the same thing. What, what is happening is her children who are going to be taken to work to pay off the bills. Now, you're saying, well, this Pastor Shaw, you're saying that's okay? No, it's a horrible circumstance. But it's the way the world worked at the time. But she's in a, in a desperate circumstance. She is needy. Now, the truth is that we are also needy, are we not? And sometimes in life, we are more needy than other times. Sometimes we find ourselves in desperate circumstances in life. We're needy. We need help. We're, and, and you can, maybe sometimes you find an entire life condition, condition maybe the loss of a job or, or a health concern that happens in life. Or sometimes you find yourself in a momentary uh, position of danger or destitution. The car's broken down someplace in a dangerous place. So you're, you know, something is happening. I, and, and so we can find ourselves in certain circumstances in life and when in which we're particularly needy. And that's the circumstance she finds her, herself. There are responsibilities, things that have to happen that are greater than her resources. Here she is. She's this woman, this widow woman, and she doesn't have the resources, and she has a responsibility to care for these children, these two sons. I don't know how old they were, but sons tend to eat. We had three of them. And, uh, you know, they, it's, it's amazing. They do eat. Um, sometimes I, beyond what you can imagine. 
And so she has responsibility that are greater than her resources to meet the responsibility. She's, she's overly come. They cried a certain woman. She's at the moment of desperation. The creditor is coming. There's no time. To, you know, all the scheming, conniving. Well, this is what I can do. And I, maybe if I do this, and if I do that, and maybe if I work this, or maybe we do extra jobs. Or, you know, you have all of those things. But there comes a point where you're coming against the deadline. And there's nothing else she can do. So she's, she's emotionally overcome. And so, I, I, you know, my God shall supply all your need. Do you have needs? By faith, we have to trust God to meet our needs. Then it's also important to ask for help. <laughs> I think this, now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets. She, she, she cries out to the prophet. You say, well, she should have cried out to God. I mean, after all, he was just the man of God. Why wasn't she praying? Well, where in the text does it say that she wasn't? I mean, is it possible to assume that a woman who would have cried out to the prophet wasn't already crying out to God on a daily basis? On an hourly basis? On a momentary basis? Maybe even continually? She's crying out to God. She's asking for help. He said, well, I, I, you know, I'm just going to be miserable and give up. No, there's a place to ask for help. A place to ask for help for God, from God and ask a, a place to make those needs known among God's people as well. We see this in Scripture. There's a place to ask. Jesus, as he was telling the disciples to pray, remember that Jesus is the one who sent the disciples out with nothing in their pockets to pay their bills so that when they would they go to preach the gospel in various cities they would go and the people that were in those cities would meet their needs so they had to go out in faith and so they're they're going out in faith and they have they have those needs and jesus tells them give us this is how they're supposed to pray give us this day what our daily bread jesus purposefully sent the disciples out needy so that they would ask him. Have you ever thought that one of the reasons that God puts us in a place of need is so that we'll ask him to meet the need? And so he says, you know, there's this, there, there is this cry for help. And God tells us to ask, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. What's the condition of the answering? It's the calling. James chapter 4, why don't we have? Because we do not ask. He wants us to ask. It's a step of faith. Asking is not faithlessness. It's faithfulness. And we see that principle throughout Scripture. There are times we start to think of ourselves as, and I've heard Christians do this, and it concerns me at times, what? Well, I'm just going to be a faith. I'm going to be full of faith, and I'm not going to say anything, and I want God to just meet the need. Well, I understand that they mean that they're praying, certainly that they're praying, and asking God to meet the need. But we have example after example after example of Christians, of people in God's Word also making the need known to others. So there is a, there is a place for asking for help that is not beyond... Um, what faith is. Then we see the provision is from God. 
And so Elisha, so she asks, and Elisha says to her, and he says this strange thing, what shall I do for you? What am I going to do for you? As I've read through this passage throughout my life, I've read this with a certain connotation, a certain idea in my mind. And so as I read it, I would have said, I, I, I always thought that Elisha was saying, what are you asking me for? But that's not, that's, that's not what's happening here. He's saying, he is saying, there's nothing I can do for you. What, what can I do for you? I, I can do nothing. Now, Elisha is not saying that he is not going to participate in God meeting her need. What he is saying is that it's God that's going to meet her need, not Elisha. Elisha is properly giving the credit and the glory to God, not to himself, while a miracle is in progress. Stay tuned. Dr. Shaw will return with closing thoughts in a moment. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, where our teacher, Dr. Kevin Shaw, serves as senior pastor. Northwest Valley Baptist Church is located at 4030 West Yorkshire Drive in Glendale. That's just south of the 101 at 40th Avenue. Come visit our new worship center. Sunday worship service is at 9.30 a.m. Adult Bible studies and Sunday school for all ages are at 11 a.m. And Sunday evening service is at 6 p.m. Child care is provided for all services. Wednesday evening activities include prayer meetings, children's and teens programs. Northwest Valley Baptist Church also offers a quality traditional Christian education for your children, grades K through 12, at Arrowhead Christian Academy, located right on the church property at 40th Avenue and Yorkshire Drive. For more details about the church, kids' programs, this radio broadcast, or to register your kids for Arrowhead Christian Academy, please visit www.daretostand.org or call 623-581-3115. If Dr. Shaw's teaching is a blessing to you, we encourage you to visit daretostand.org, find out more about this ministry, continue supporting this program with a tax-deductible donation of any amount. Your donations help to keep Dr. Shaw on the air. We would love to give you some free copies of Pastor Shaw's teaching and minister to you personally please call Northwest Valley Baptist Church today, 623-581-3115. Let us serve you in any way we can. And you're always welcome to visit Sunday morning services at 9.30 or Sunday evening discipleship at 6 p.m. I'm Celeste Montague. Do join us next time for more in our study of the life of Elisha the prophet. And now, here's Dr. Shaw with some closing thoughts about trusting in God in times of crisis, realizing that salvation is in God alone. Join us next time for more, right here on Dare to Stand. It's God that is going to come 
with the, with the answer. Elisha says, I just want you to understand. What, what can I do for you? You look at me. I'm a prophet. And as far as we know, as the prophet's, you know, Elijah's situation, he wasn't a rich man. The prophet business wasn't really lucrative in Old Testament times. And so he's, he's not that rich of a man, and, and he doesn't have all of those personal resources. He's like Peter and John going to the temple in the book of Acts. Silver and gold have I none. I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't reach into my pocket and give you money to pay the creditor. So you're, you're asking me, but understand that I have no resources to meet your need. But we're going to do something anyway. What are we going to do? Together, we're going to trust God. Together, we're going to trust God. 